Hey girls, welcome to Girl Talk. I'm Heather and this is Created Woman's Podcast where we are a community of women learning to dream, live life on purpose, and explore our faith. Every show, I get to chat with friends who will share their personal journey of discovering their purpose and running after their dreams one dream step at a time. Thanks for joining us. This is Girl Talk. Today, I am so excited to announce our new theme for the month of March, Identity. Each month, we take one of our six core principles to focus on, and everything we do from online devotionals, podcasts, and events are all centered around this one theme. To kick things off, our first guest really knows a thing or two about identity and what it looks like to wear different hats in different seasons of life. Her name is Kelly Rucker. Kelly is the co-founder of The Well Studio, author, photographer, and founder of The Mama Well. She's also a mama of two herself with baby number three on the way, and she talks about what it looks like to be a business owner, wife, mama, and all the roles we have as women. I know that every single one of us will identify with today's podcast in some way because as women, we are constantly juggling not just our own schedules, but often those of others. Also, if you have been enjoying Girl Talks, let us know by rating us on iTunes and leaving us a comment. You can also go to your favorite podcast platform to do the same. It really helps us out because the more we hear from you, the more easily others can find us. Well, I can't wait for you to hear Kelly's story. She's a great friend of mine, and if you don't know her already, you will fall in love with her too. Well, hey, Kelly. Hey there. Um, thanks for coming on Girl Talk. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> this is always the moment I just said. It's like, <laughs> just giggly, don't know how to say hi. It's Girl Talk. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have you because we've known each other for a while, mm-hmm. but we've never really done anything like we've this together really before. No. <laughs> we never really talk. We talk in private a lot at a restaurant and giggle, and but never in public. Yeah. Because people can't hear what we, <laughs> usually people can't say, hear what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So tell everybody who you are. Um, my name is Kelly Rucker, and I am a mom of two girls, two and four years old, and I have another baby on the way in like about in seven weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm married to Kevin. We've been married for about 10 years. And Has it really been that long? I yeah. thought we were the same. Well, I guess it's the 10 same. 10 years. Yeah, this year. We just celebrated our 10-year anniversary. Awesome. That's crazy. Makes, yeah. Makes me feel old to feel like I've been married for a whole decade. Oh. oh. But, um, yeah, so married, uh, almost three kids. <clears throat> By trade, I'm a photographer. I had my photography business so far for about 10 years, but I'm kind of setting that to the side as baby number three yeah. comes along. Um, I have many hats. Which, by the way, you've got, you've done my headshot before. And yes. the one, one of the ones, it's in the blue dress. And every time I post a picture in that, I get, like, the big most Well, comments. you're also really photogenic. Oh. So, literally, <laughs> when I pull my camera out, I didn't even say a word. And Heather's already doing all her model poses. I'm like, well, this is easy. <laughs> well, it was for the moment. I wasn't nervous because you caught me off guard. You were just in your element. Yeah, we were at an event. You're like, yeah. let's go do this. And I didn't, I couldn't think about it. So, yeah, it was just you. Um, yeah. So, photography. And then I am one of the original co founders of The Well Studio. And through The Well Studio, um, which is an organization for yeah. dreamers and doers, women of faith. Um, and we, that's how we met. <clears throat> yes. We'll get into that. But 
I'll tell you, I'll remember exactly how okay. you met. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and then through that, um, we launched Camp Well, which is a retreat for dreamers and doers. It's a four-day retreat in Colorado. And then kind of sprung through that uh, is Mama Well, which is a recent thing I launched just in the last 12 months, um, an online community for women just to encourage them in motherhood mm-hmm. um, through shared stories and resources and things like that. So I love that. There's several things. You have a lot of hats. One thing has kind of sprung from another. So. It does. Yeah. Well, I love because we're, we're talking about identity, and um, that's our theme for the month, and that's why you're here is to talk about identity. And what I love is that you're so passionate about mothers, but you acknowledge how many different hats you wear. Yeah. And we're just not all one. But that's – I'm totally jumping ahead. Let's talk about how we met, because I love telling everybody. Remind me. Okay, so I'll remind you, because I really don't know the progression. I know how we met, but I don't know how we became, like, we, we, I don't know how we became, like, real friends, but I know how we met. So I remember you just mentioned the Dreamers and the Doers book that um, you co-authored and with a bunch of other people, but you were the founder, you and Jen, or the founders of that book, or however you say it. I don't know how you say it. Um, So y'all had a book launch in Austin. And I had a friend who said, we should go to this book launch. I was like, okay, cool. And went, it was at Langford Market, downtown Austin. Mm-hmm. We met and I uh, got the book. And oh my gosh, like I remember reading that book. It was, I read it right after my second baby was born. Yeah. And I think I cried all the way through it. And Every I was, devotional. I had just had, I think I just had my first when the book, like whenever we wrote the book, uh-huh. <clears throat> I just had my first daughter. Mm. And so it's funny to go back now and like read, you know, part of the chapter that I wrote because I was in such a different place. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, it changes your life. But yeah, it was, it was so good. It was a collaboration with 29 other women. Um, it's amazing. So tell, say this title again so people can go get it. Um, the name of the book is 31 Days of Prayer for the Dreamer and Doer. I love that. And it is on Amazon or you can go to um, thewellsummit.com. Mm-hmm. We'll place. put all the links in the notes yeah. so people can see it. But we also were at an event together where you spoke, and yes. you were two weeks postpartum, I think. <clears throat> I was, I forgot about that. That's right. That's probably mm-hmm. how we connected even more. Yeah, I think so. Because you spoke at our event, Style Speaks, yeah. you and oh, Jen, yeah. mm-hmm. but I can't remember what came first. We were on a panel. Um I think I, think I spoke first. I think, yeah, I think the event where you spoke, where you were had just had... Yeah, it was baby. February. It was mid-February, so I was two months post, mm-hmm. because she was born December 3rd, but that was right in the middle of the holiday rush. So, really, I really didn't get rest until January, and I remember speaking at that event thinking, what am I doing? <laughs> I had no clue. I was still in a fog. I had no business. I had agreed to it before I had mm-hmm. the baby. I had no... I mean... I think God showed up, but <laughs> yeah, it was not. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> but you were speaking there too. Yeah. And I was pregnant and full of like hormones. And I remember I like was crying. And I'm like, well, this is wonderful. <laughs> this is not how I planned. We're all crying. One, because I'm still hormonal. And you, because you have a baby. You're all emotional. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> I know. We were like the worst people to be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But that was where we connected more, and then yeah, we came and spoke on a panel at Style Speaks. Mm-hmm. That was so good. I remember that was the highlight. Everybody just loved you guys. It was when so they fun. always do. It was so fun. they always do. You do so good, and then we just became friends after that because yeah. we just are a lot alike. We've realized. Yes. 
We are. In different ways. We have different personalities, yes, but our sense of humor. Yes, extroverted, yeah. fun, fun girl. But our sense of humor is yes. very much the yeah. same. It's deprecating of others. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so nice. I know. We're really nice people. We really are. We love Jesus and we love people. However... However, we find humor in things. <laughs> we find humor in the wrong things. <laughs> that she, Not in the wrong things that you can't really say in front of a lot of people. Yeah. That's what we find. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll leave that there. <laughs> we won't offend anyone. We right won't now. offend anyone. <laughs> no. Basically, if people fall down, we think it's funny. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. We're a mean girl. I mean, then we'll ask and help them up. But yeah. We'll might giggle first. It's a little funny. It's a little funny. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, we'll laugh when we do it too, you know? I, I'm fine if people laugh at me. I, you know, do it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's how we know each other. And this is what now, four years later. Cause, yeah. Because my daughter just turned four. And so yeah. that's, yeah. And so, yeah. Four or five years. Yeah. So, so tell me, as we dive in, let's just dive in, how you even got started in this whole process. First, you had Camp Well, or still do, I shouldn't say first. And then Mama Well, but this whole thing of this journey that you've been on, I think it's very relatable to so many women because we are all in different seasons, but just kind of tell me your, your journey. Okay. Well, um, and I think this definitely plays into the whole identity topic Mm -hmm. for sure, because there's different seasons of your life, which it's funny now that we're talking about this. I'm remembering from that, from the devotional book Mm -hmm. that we did, my chapter was on seasons was it really? Seasons of Before life. kids? <clears throat> well, I had just had my first Oh, you just one. had it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's just funny to look back at all the different seasons that have happened mm-hmm. even since then and how, you know, life just progresses and changes and kind of evolves and yeah. how your identity plays into that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, just really quick backstory, the way it all got started was, so Jen, Jet, and I, we became friends probably seven eight no probably eight years ago and um we just met at a networking event she was oh really yeah, that's she, how you yeah because she's a designer by trade and i was okay. a photographer and oh, so we that met makes like sense. at a creatives um type uh networking event and we just became fast friends and yeah. both of us work from home you know didn't have colleagues and being an entrepreneur working from home it can feel yes. like you're isolated and on yeah. an island and so her and i just um found a great friendship together and we were able to communicate just about the loneliness of entrepreneurship in a way oh my um, gosh. and we both connected over our faith as well and so so this wasn't even a faith-based networking event y'all just no happened. no no it wasn't at all we i just, love how that just, stuff happens know, yeah um had a quick conversation regarding that but um and i'm giving you the very short version of everything but just through that even we started the well studio which originally was an online community just encouraging women entrepreneurs in their faith mm-hmm. um and just entrepreneurship journey and how yeah. um you know just all the things that come along with that that you might need support in so we started that and you were in dallas at the mm-hmm. time right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so we both lived in dallas at the time um started the well studio and just over time the the well studio kind of evolved um it went yeah. from being like an online community then we started doing things in person and doing more gatherings <clears throat> excuse me and then through that she um came to me one day and she's like i have this idea of doing a retreat <laughs> and she's i mean she's a visionary she's full of ideas i feel like you and her are both very much alike in that but her she just has ideas and all the time and um 
Anyways, she you need someone to, to say me. that's a great idea for later. <laughs> but they're always really good ideas. I mean, it is. It is. That's what I've learned about myself. Like, yes, that's a great idea. But you got to finish the one, one at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's like, I have this idea to do a retreat for, um, you know, dreamers and doers. Kind of. I love that phrase. Heart, by the way, our heart behind the Well Studio, taking that and putting it into a retreat, mm-hmm. which the retreat itself has kind of evolved over, you know, the last. We've done six retreats so far, so it's kind of evolved, and yeah. now we're in a good rhythm. But anyway, so I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so we started um, hosting Camp Well. Um, How did y'all one- even start? Like, that to me always amazes me when you talk about Camp Well, how you find a location and plan these huge well, destination her, retreats. Well, and everyone's like, why are they in Colorado? But originally, we were like, we just love Colorado, the mountains. It's just beautiful. You know, we live in Texas, so we don't get to see that very often. Yeah. And so... Um, connected with some girls in Colorado and just kind of started planning from there. And, you know, we have a team of people that help with everything. And um, it's changed since the very first one kind of evolved. But uh, the one coming up this spring in April, I believe, is the sixth one. I think it's the sixth one. I feel like I'm always one off. It might be the seventh, but I think it's the sixth. But um, it's just been so good. And just hearing the stories of the women who come. And it's not just business owners. I think, you know, in the beginning, because the Well Studio was focused towards women entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. I think everyone kind of assumes it's just for business owners, but it's not. We say it's for dreamers and doers. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of a tagline on our website that says, we all dream dreams and we all do things. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of women will think, I'm a doer because I have to be like, you know, whether you're a mom or... Yeah. Yeah. And... and so people identify with the whole doing, but not a lot of people, or not everyone identifies with being a dreamer. They don't. But we all dream. Our dreams just look different. Yes. And so... Well, that's what we talk about a creative woman. Our first principle is dreams, because that, I feel like, and we say it all the time, your dreams are not just about you. It's about your purpose yeah. and your legacy. Yeah. And so that thing that's just wrestling in you, yeah. I mean, I think the word dreams, God uses big time. And uses them to go have us go do stuff. Yeah, and sometimes you don't see the fullness of your dreams. No, until maybe another season. Right. You know, it just depends on where. I think it gives you hope. You're at. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that. A lot of my dreams are about so I can have hope even in dark seasons. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. to know that even as you get older, it's mm-hmm. not like it's over. You know, right. once you hit a certain age, it's not like well, no. the best years are behind me. Oh <laughs> but my the gosh. Lord continues that to be use horrible? you. Yes, <laughs> we'd all just end it right away. <laughs> But just to know that God continually puts yeah. things in your heart and stirs things yes. in you. Because if you woke up this morning and you have breath in your lungs, that means there's still yes. work for you to do. Yeah. Um, so anyways, the retreat is just kind of, you know, it's four days. And so we kind of condense a lot into that. But we have speakers and sessions on really awesome topics. Just kind of digging into... Um, your purpose and dreams and um, just the vision from the Lord. But also there's a lot of healing that takes place. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't necessarily something that we went into it planning. But the Lord is so faithful in how he shows up and how he, you know, and we always say this, like, it's our job to be obedient and we do Mm -hmm. what we know to do. But then we kind of step aside and the Lord has just done so many things that we never even planned on. And just... What's been the biggest surprise? Well, the underlying theme, I feel like, that's come about this that we never... Um, necessarily planned on was just freedom and healing and how women just on, you know, on the last day, women will stand up and share things Mm -hmm. of just how they feel so free or um, maybe God, they came not knowing what their dream was or felt like they didn't have Mm -hmm. any dreams. And while they were there, 
the Lord revealed something to them. I mean, just the way he works in all their lives. But um, I feel like at each retreat, again, without us really planning this, there's always some type of theme of like what God is doing in everyone's yeah. lives. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain into words no, unless you've yeah. been. But it's, it's just But I think that's so how cool. it is when you go to any kind of, like when you go to a conference or a retreat yeah. or you take some time away, there is always huge revelation. Yeah. And the yeah. women, just how the women connect because the majority of the women who come, they don't know anyone. They just come alone. That. And do you which, just pair them up and sleep mm-hmm. like in bed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't share a bed. Right. But I mean, bed. like rooms, but, yeah. what I to say. I mean, <laughs> we get real cozy. <laughs> Like, welcome. Like, "Mm, next time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we, uh, yeah, so a lot of the women who come, they come not knowing anyone, which I give props to them, especially me. I'm an introvert, and so that would be kind of terrifying, but... So do you share a room with people you don't know? No, I mean, no. Usually the team, we all stay together, but... um, Because I'm sure you're planning and stuff, and at... Like after every session, you're having to yeah yeah. But the it's just amazing to see how people connect, and I just think it's this sisterhood. We have we also mm-hmm. use the term dream defender, mm-hmm. and the women they really do leave kind of defending each other's dreams. There's a lot of follow up afterwards. Yeah. Um, it just it just feels like a family. And each yeah. retreat, I mean, they're not huge. We keep it to forty campers, and then we have about fifteen team members. So there's usually just about fifty five um, people there, which is the perfect size mm-hmm. for people to kind of go deep together. So yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Did similar. you know, just speak, just thinking about the term, you know, identity mm-hmm. when you were younger, before all of this, when you were like, you know, seven years ago and you're like 15, <laughs> yeah, <I wish. laughs> but before all this started, you know, I think when you hear the word identity, you think I, I know who I am mm-hmm. all the time. You know, it's like such a definite word. Mm-hmm. Did you see you even going this route? Seven? No, and I no. I look back on my life, and it's just the Lord is so creative and, mm-hmm. and faithful. Because actually, your sister said something at Style Speaks mm-hmm. um, the other day that I was like, yes, she said in her panel, um, thank goodness that we're not oh. identified by who we are, who we were in our 20s. Yes. And oh, I was how like, embarrassing. Oh, yes. <laughs> I say all the time, thank God there was no social media when oh, I was in my college. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, really. For real. Because I'd be labeled. Yeah. Or well, I could be. And I think a lot of people, they go through their 20s, like, you know, late teens, 20s. Yeah. And, and the experiences that they've had or the decisions that they've made, they allow those things to stick to them and they mm. walk in that identity, mm. even though that's not really who they are, but they that's allow so it to yeah, be. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, And I know some people say like, I wish I, you know, or, I wouldn't change anything about my life because it made me who I am today, mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, if I could uh, erase yeah, yeah. years 18 through right. like 20 I, something, I, actually, I would. <laughs> I used to be that girl, I don't say it anymore, mm-hmm. that said, I that would say the exact same statement. Mm-hmm. I don't regret anything, but now I'm like, no, I do. Yeah. And not because um, condemnation or all that, but I've learned what my choices, the consequences of my choices, Yeah, basically. You know, like there's still things you know, of healing, uh, you know, all those things, yeah. walking in that identity for a while or whatever. So, and there's a reason why that saying is so true of hindsight is 2020. Yes. Because, I mean, it's true. Yeah. And I've also heard uh, the youth is wasted on the young. Mm. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. But I love what you said, how, and, and tying it back into that panel even, what do you say to that girl that is still like listening that is mm-hmm. kind of stuck there? Yeah. Well, I, 
I mean, I w- I did have good mentors when I was mm-hmm. um, a you like in youth, um, but. I don't know. When you're young, you just feel like you know everything, know. and sometimes people can say something and it doesn't fully stick. But yeah. um, at the same time, I just I don't know. I just wish that I would have you know listened to the advice of older women. Yeah. Um, and so I just think that if there's anyone younger, like in your twenties, listening to this, if you can find a mentor or someone mm-hmm. in a season ahead, um, not to like take advantage of that and yeah. and listen to what they have to say and you may not always like what you hear right but um sometimes it's the wisdom of the older women and that's who... always though like even now I have older women yeah. in my life and it's that not never just goes in the away. Tw- never, goes never goes away because I'm sure like right now I'll look back in 10 20 years and be like I wish I would have you know you always yeah, wish you knew more for sure but um as far as identity goes I feel like especially as women we kind of go by what the world says we should be. Mm-hmm. We go by the world's standards of this is how I should look, this is how I should dress, how I should act, whether you're a Christian or not. I yeah. mean, even Christian women struggle with this. Of, Absolutely. Of what the world deems as important and valuable, and that's mm-hmm. what we chase after. And especially right now, um, and I'm, I'm not going to get on this soapbox, but <laughs> I'll say it briefly. Right now in our culture, in the women's culture mm. um, specifically, there's the whole like, Hustle and boss babes, and um, you know, just all this about hustle, hustle, and and not that it's necessarily all bad. I think there's some good of you know motivation and things, but I think it puts a pressure on women that if you're not like go 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 go, um, glorifying being busy, if your calendar is not full, or Mm. if you're not doing all Mm -hmm. these things, and you know. ruling the world or building your empire that's the big thing right now is like young women you need to build your empire and it's just it's so much pressure and that's not what the bible says at all Mm. like that is not lining up with the word and i do believe that even in scripture like the lord talks about us working right and, and you know well done, good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. You know that, which means you have to do something because you're, you know, you yes. have things that you're accounted accountable for, for. and mm-hmm. to do. But um, I think just the world it kind of gives us this false perception yeah. of what we should be, and if we aren't that way, then we kind of beat ourselves up. And so I would also say to whoever you know in your twenties, thirties, whatever season you're in, when you want to know who you are, go back to the Word, mm-hmm. go back to the Scriptures. And yeah, that's that's your identity. It's not what the world says, and it's constantly like going head to head with yeah, what, and feeling like you're doing the opposite of everything. I know it, it's totally true. So how? So I'm just kind of coming back around. So you did camp well, and speaking of identity and your seasons, but this past couple of years, you're pregnant with number three. Mm-hmm. How has your season changed, and what does that look like now? Well, it's funny whenever. Um, you guys asked me to do the podcast and, you know, said that it would be on identity. I'm like, how crazy, because that is the one thing that I feel like God, especially the last few years in having children, has really mm-hmm. been working on me in. And it's been so uncomfortable, and I have not liked it at all. Because I have to say this, like, ever since I've known you, you are a doer. Like, if you say you're going to do something, not only do you do it, but it's not like a week later, like, you are the person that is like, I'll send you an email that gives you this information. And by the time I get home, I have that email. Well, I... Like, you are that person usually, that's very thorough. I'm usually type A and very organized. But <laughs> I say, I say since I've become a mom, I've I've slipped down to a B plus. Like, I'm not quite a B. I'm yeah. still a little bit... <laughs> now I've slipped down from an A to a B plus. Um, yeah. But 
Which is another thing is like having, you know, you're not that you fully change when you're a mom, but you kind of have no control over things and yeah. you have to adjust <laughs> and be a little bit flexible. But I would say like over the last few years of having kids, the Lord has really just brought out a lot in me. And I, <clears throat> I, there's a verse in one of the songs by Hillsong, and now I can't remember the name of the song, but it, and I'm sure there's scriptures to this, but I don't have a reference. But it's, <laughs> Just believe <laughs> so us. So it's really helpful. Um, <laughs> but it says... Well, send us an email when you get home. Yeah, like, you'll put, put, it, in the notes. put it in the notes. <laughs> um, but it says, you bring light to the dark in mm-hmm. me. And um, I think, especially in identity, if you're a Christian and a believer and you kind of try to live according to the scriptures, like, this is so true, and I've noticed it, that I never knew how much, this is going to sound terrible, I never (laughs) knew how much darkness was inside of me until I had Mm. kids. Oh, yes. And you see the same thing in your kids, even. Yes. Yes. Because I, I never knew I had an issue with anger. Until I had kids. Yeah. And I'm just going to be honest and admit, like, I have had moments of yelling that I am not proud of. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't like it, but I I feel like that's the Lord bringing the darkness out to replace with the light. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Um, Because it's, I mean, motherhood is so refining and it's just, that all goes back to identity because then I can even choose to believe like I'm, I'm a terrible person yeah. or you know just believe these things that aren't true but if you go back to the scripture it's like no this is what God says about me this is what the word says mm-hmm. and just trying to stand on that and yeah and let the ugliness come out because we all have some ugliness inside of us that For needs sure. to be emptied um but it's just a difficult and painful process but um there was a time after I had my second, mm-hmm. where my husband and the kids, they were all playing in the playroom, and I was just like, you know, sitting in there also, and my husband was like asking me something, and he's like, hey, Kelly, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And for a second, I was like, Kelly, I was like, who's Kelly? Like, in my mind, I had to think, because I was like, I couldn't understand what he was saying. I was like, who's Kelly? And then I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> like, hearing my name in mm. my house. Oh, because you're so used to mommy. Ever, and ma- yeah. yeah. It's always mama. Like, my girls call me that. Even my husband <laughs> will say that when he's referring to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. We do that and too so sometimes. I hadn't heard my name in so wow. long, especially in my house. So when he said my name, I was like. Who's I here? Didn't, I didn't, then I was like, I don't even know who that girl is anymore. Oh, Like, wow. now that I've had kids, I just, I don't know who Kelly is. I know who yes. mama is. But, so then that got me thinking of like who am I and I kind of had this not identity crisis but I had this this, uh, chunk of time where I really struggled with my identity Mm. and like who I was now yeah um and so I had to really and it was I mean there there were lots of tears and Mm -hmm. just a painful process and I'm still you know the Lord's still bringing me through it but I feel like I feel like having children is an identity crisis Mm -hmm. because I remember like we were talking about earlier how we met at that conference and I spoke I remember, you know, we had had a magazine early on, and at, during that season is when we put it on pause. And I thought, well, I say pause because that's what we thought we were doing, but we've never brought it back. And so I spoke in between where we had nothing going on. And here mm-hmm. I am representing Created Woman in a sense, and we weren't doing anything. And I remember before I prepared that message in my kitchen, baby asleep laundry on I had not showered no makeup and I was sweeping the kitchen floor mm-hmm. and I literally remember going in my head or out loud I don't remember I know it was loud in my head whether it was out loud or not. is this my life 
Like, this is it. Mm -hmm. What happened to all those dreams? Who am I? Mm -hmm. It is rock your world. Yeah. It is. It is. I even told my husband, so with being pregnant with this third one, I've been sick with every pregnancy, but I was so sick, like so sick Mm -hmm. the first pregnancy. And I mean, I was probably being dramatic, but I really felt this way. I was talking to my husband and I'm like, well... My best days are behind me. I'm like, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> it's over. It's over. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, okay. Because I was not the cute pregnant girl. Yeah. Well, at all. Yeah. Like, I was like, I hate everybody. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, not, of course we're thankful. You're like, super thankful. cute. Like, you've got oh, your earrings on, your makeup. You're so well, cute. Well, I put on real clothes because I was coming over here. Otherwise, I'd be, I'm in a season of young kids, so I'm like, forget like, it. at home, no makeup every day. Hey friends, I wanted to share some exciting news. Our monthly event called Gather Her is officially moving locations beginning March 14th, which is just a couple of days away. The exciting part is, is that we have the honor and privilege of moving to the Sanctuary Project offices. If you came to Style Speaks, then you already know how awesome of a space it is and how easy it is to get to no matter where you live in Austin because it's a central location and accessible through the toll road. Ladies, we believe we have found our home and we want to invite you to be a part of this special night of faith, fashion, and fun all for free. We meet the second Thursday of every month and I'm telling you, it's the best tribe of women you will ever meet and get to know. We help launch each other's dreams, laugh, and pray for one another and get to hear from some pretty amazing speakers and meet new local fashion leaders in the community who share their product and business. It's the best girls' night ever. Something really awesome that we just recently added was an after party where you'll get to participate in a mastermind group or just stay and hang out a little while with your friends and chat. So mark your calendar for the second Thursday of the month. And remember, beginning March 14th, which is just a couple of days away if you're listening to this podcast on the day it launched, we are officially moving. But if you missed it, no worries. We meet every single month. Also, I have to tell you about one of my favorite new things. My friend, Hethel Ivy just created this really super cool journal that I've been using and you have to get one. It's called Plan to Pray. Plan to Pray is an old school paper journal, which I love, designed to help you list your prayers and remove distractions so you can record and remember what God has done. At Plan to Pray, their passion is to empower women and men with resources that help them pray purposefully, powerfully, and persistently. They believe that the simple act of recording and reviewing your conversations with God will transform your heart and mind. If you know me at all, you know that I'm a big believer in writing things down and journaling. So Plan to Pray is my all-time favorite. So go check them out at Plan to Pray and start writing down your prayers and answers as they come. Okay, well, I'm excited for you to hear the rest of Kelly's story. So here she is. But I just, you know, was in this moment of just feeling like my best days are behind me because I just felt so terrible. And I'm like, I'm getting ready to have my third and like, I'm not going to have any free time. And yeah, but that's hard for a person like you. I would think, well, me too. Like just because you are such a doer and like you said, type A and then all of a sudden everything shifts that you know. Yeah. And I think it's just all, you have to change your perspective on everything, which Mm -hmm. is so much easier said than done. Yeah. You, you don't realize, you know, what you've got inside of you until you're 
face to face with a screaming child and you're just like, what is that? Yeah. Is this my life? Yeah. But just changing your perspective of knowing this too shall pass and what is the Lord teaching me in this? Because I've learned so much about myself and just who he's called me to be through motherhood. And this could go for anyone. Like, you know, if you in high school you think you're someone or you're trying yeah. to be someone or you're trying to figure out who you are and then you graduate high school and then you're in college or in your 20s and yeah. you look back on your high school days and you're like well that was embarrassing you yeah. know like yeah. you you just don't yeah. fully know the big picture mm-hmm. until your steps ahead right and I think it's the same with motherhood is like we just feel like we're kind of stuck in this place and I don't I mean I don't want to say the word stuck is being negative right no um, I get it because I think I think no matter what season you're in if you're if like motherhood or new job, whatever. There's a season sometimes where you're just like, Ugh. it's like the growing pains. It you is know? the growing pains. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. But out of that, you launched Mama Well, and I love that you are even doing that and <clears> sharing <throat> stories. But let's talk about that because I think what happens a lot of times that when we feel those seasons of stuck, mm-hmm. we feel like there's no good that can come out of it. Yeah, and there, I mean, everyone's called to something different. Yeah. So even as moms, I don't want to say like this is what every mom should dream right. and hope for. Or even, like, this is your identity as a mom. Because I feel like everyone is called to different things. Yes. But Mama Well kind of started through a series of things. It um, it sprung up a lot just through conversations I would have with moms. And just um, struggles I felt like they would share that I would identify with. Yeah. And we did a college girls event um, through the Well Studio a couple years ago and my sister came and my sister was a young mom at the time and she mm-hmm. was just in a season of like being the only she was the only friend of hers that had kids because mm. she was young and most of her kids or kids most of her friends were still in college and so she came to this event and she was like oh this was so good but I really wish there was mm. something like this for moms mm-hmm. just like the intentional conversations and hard conversations and also just the sharing of stories to relate to yeah. one another but kind of wrapping it all up and like how your faith plays a part in that um, and so that kind of got me thinking. And then even just through Camp Well, every Camp Well, we have a motherhood breakout session. Oh, you where do? The, where That's the, awesome. The moms who come can kind of get together and yeah. just talk about certain things. And it's just, it's been so good. And so I just thought, especially for the moms who are at home, not every mom has the luxury of leaving yeah. home, going on a trip, meeting with friends. Um, and I feel like moms a lot of times just to have like a few minutes of headspace and yes. a break, they'll jump on social media. Mm. And instead of jumping on social media and scrolling through and comparing yourself and then feeling terrible about your own life mm. of like, well, I'm stuck at home with a kid, you yeah. know, making messes everywhere and, you know, yeah. just that mundane everyday work that a mom does. That's important work, right. but we don't always feel that way. What if they could jump on to an account where other moms were sharing mm-hmm. advice or encouragement or their stories and just be encouraged by that? So right now, it um, like I said, I launched it 12 months ago. It's grown so much in 12 months. It's like, grown, it has grown so it, much. It is growing. And I just that just shows me that there's a need yes. for moms to be encouraged in this way. Not to say there's not other things. Like, there's so many yeah, motherhood for sure. things online. But what I like about, like you said, like, there's other motherhood things online. But usually it's a certain niche, yeah. per se. Like, this is what we do. Like, not that I know what this is, but... or. No, it, like we are moms that knit, or we are moms that, or, or yeah. whatever, or yeah. we are moms that have suffered from postpartum, or we have, which are all or relevant like things. Moms who kind of all think the same way, the same, same way. That's what, that's what I'm trying the to say. The only Thank common, you. Yeah. the only common denominator with Mama Well is that 
all the mamas who share are believers. Yes. Um, and that's what I love. You're getting a variety of perspectives. Yeah, but all their perspectives are so different. Their stories yes. are so different. And even when it comes down to how they raise their kids, how they discipline, mm-hmm. um, just the way that they go about their everyday life is so different. Like yes. we have single moms and moms of multiple kids, homeschooling yeah. moms, moms who send their kids to public school. Um, I mean, moms who are still waiting to have a baby that, you know, are in a season of waiting. There's just so many different stories. And so, and that's the thing is like, there's not one right way to be a mom. And if you can gain perspective from other moms, you can gain compassion Mm. and just, Mm -hmm. you know, learn something, but also maybe you identify and you don't feel alone. Cause we've had several moms talk about, um, anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. And that can be a thing that a lot of moms experience. They feel shame over They don't, they just feel alone. And so when you can hear other moms say, Hey, I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with depression. And this is kind of how I go about it. Or this is my story. Then you, you see the hope, like you just feel like there's hope, you know? Yeah. And I think there's hope in that, you know, not only do you go through the season that we talked about, how you feel like this is it, but I love that you also show moms tell their stories that are on the other side they yeah. have older kids oh I love it when the older moms share we have yes we have we've had young moms share and we've had moms who are like right in the middle of their season and then we've had older moms you've and had you've say, had someone that I saw that had grandkids already I feel like so there was one, one of our last yeah. takeovers um her name's September which by the way all of our takeovers are saved in the yeah. highlight reel so if you want to go back and rewatch any of the takeovers um, but yeah, September was a recent one, and she the month of September. Her name. Oh, was her September. name. Her okay. name is September. Um, September McCarthy. So it's under September M okay. uh, in the highlight reel. But she is now a grandmother. She has um, I forget how many grandkids she has, but she, so she her kids range from age seven to twenty seven. What? Yeah, she has lots of kids, and she she's amazing. She's so amazing, and it was so encouraging because she's like, I've been there. I you know I just want to encourage you from a season ahead to younger moms yeah. and um, even being a grandmother. And so it's again, it goes back to that. Find someone who is in a season ahead of you and listen yeah. to their words and hold on to their words and don't always yeah. think you know everything. <laughs> right. So as a you know, there's probably going to be a lot of people that are listening that aren't moms. Yeah. But they are struggling with an identity. And just, we're relating to moms because that's mm-hmm. what you do. You do camp well and you do moms. So I would just like to know, and I'm sure everybody else wants to know, like how do you change? How did you change from season to season? Or how, and maybe you don't know how yet. Maybe you're learning. But embrace when things change. Honestly, the only thing that has uh, given me kind of an anchor is my faith and like what God's word mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm. Again, not going back to what the world says is important yeah. because especially to the women who are in their twenties and just like pursuing things and trying to build their life, like don't get stuck in the, you got to do, 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 do. Or if you're not doing it a certain way or yeah. if you don't have a certain following. And I think that's another thing women get stuck on is their platform. They're like, I got to grow yeah. my platform. I got to grow my platform and I got to have all these followers. And, um, I just think, again, don't go by what the world's standards are and what the world deems as important and valuable, but go back to God's word of how he calls us to live and who he calls us to be. Mm -hmm. Because we're, I mean, he has given us everything that we need. Yeah. And so 
pursuing more isn't going to make you a better person no. or having more followers doesn't mean you're more important. Yeah. Um, and so I would just say going back to the word and that's, what's got me through like the last several years, like going from my twenties and into my thirties and mm-hmm. changing in seasons is just kind of having that anchor of, well, who does God say that I am? Because, yeah. you know, sometimes so, you just don't like who the things that come out, you know, that you just yeah. don't like. And so you're yeah. like, okay, God, who do you say that I am? Because, um, yeah. So, because I know a lot of our, mm-hmm. our, our, the women that, that come and listen, that come to our events and listen, we have ages from like 20, 30s, 40, 50s and on. And I see people getting stuck all the time as far as, you know, they were doing something for maybe 20 years. They mm-hmm. might be a mom or a career person for this long and then their kids are out of the house or their job changes or they get a divorce or yeah. there's death. Yeah. And, and your identity just kind of goes what you've known. Because usually yeah. we associate our identity with what we with know. With our roles, yeah. With our roles. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's... I, th- I Well, I was just going to say, I think that um, that's why in motherhood... Well, and I'll just go to that because that's where I'm at. Yeah. But this could go for anything. You know, if you are a college student and you identify so much with being a college student mm-hmm. and then suddenly you graduate and you're like, well, now who am yes. I? Yes. Um, and being a young professional, but maybe maybe you're in a corporate job for so many years and you have a certain role and then you decide to leave that to go to something else. And yeah. you're like, well, now what do I do or who am I? Yeah. I think that it's dangerous when we identify who we are and mm-hmm. our value and our roles and titles. Because when those roles and titles either get taken from us or we Mm -hmm. decide to do something different, then we just feel lost. And so even in motherhood, um, you know, I, motherhood is one of my greatest roles and something that is just such a gift and I, I love it and think it's so important and valuable, but that's not all of who I am. And, um, just like you said to the older women who maybe you're an empty nester, like your kids yeah. are all moved out and you're just sitting there like, okay, what's next? Right. It doesn't mean your life is over, but it just means that God's calling you to Because don't you season. think if you get stuck in one role, I have found, and for me too, it's harder to say yes to the next season God's calling you to or a new thing. Yeah. yeah. Because you're like, no, this is what I do. This is how I do it. And that yes is not very easy or you right. just... Well, then you, you say no. Like, then you feel like you have nothing else to offer. Mm. So, like, and ask yourself the question: If this, if the That's role good. or title that you're under right now were to be removed, mm-hmm. would you feel like you still have value? <gasps> that is so because good. if not, then you know that you're putting your say that own, again. <laughs> um, I would ask yourself the question: If the role or the title that you mm-hmm. have today. Um, gets removed or you just transition out of it, do you still feel like you have value? Wow. And if not, then you're putting your entire identity in that role. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, That's there's so, so much more to a person than what they do on a daily basis. Like, you have mm-hmm. so much more to offer. And the Lord calls us to do so many things. And mm-hmm. um, every season has a new assignment. Um, yeah. We're not just called to one thing. Like, my... My one role in life is to be a mom, and that's Mm-mm. it. And while that might be one thing, the Lord has given us so many different things to yes. to do. And so, yeah. don't don't find your identity just in one thing. No. That can, it can be dangerous. It can be dangerous and hurtful to so yeah. many because who is waiting on you? Yeah, to do something that God's calling you to, and yeah, and and it, I think it can just lead by sinking ourselves into one role because. 
just let's take you for example your mom your wife your sister your daughter your business owner photographer you're a ministry leader of two different ministries and that's just the things that I know about off the top of my head there's so many other things that you do yeah and if your identity was in one of them I don't believe in such thing as balance but if your identity was in one of them there would be so much left undone right and I think that's where you also have to be careful of knowing what season you're in and what you're supposed to pursue. Mm-hmm. Because I even think in our culture today, just with the whole hustle thing and yeah. building an empire, even moms feel like if they're not pursuing something outside of motherhood, then yeah. they don't matter. And I think that's a lie. I think there are definitely seasons where, you know, I'm sorry, but if, I, if you have young kids, sometimes you're just called to be at home for yeah. a season. Yeah. And that's okay. And you still have huge purpose and you can still, you yeah. know, do what the Lord's called you to do in your home and in your neighborhood and mm-hmm. your community. And then a season will come where you'll be called to do something else. You'll have another assignment alongside yeah. motherhood. But don't get trapped into thinking you have to do everything all at once. Yeah. So um, talk to that. How do you even recognize those different seasons? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm still learning that, but I think I think when you start to feel, I mean, for me, I can do this because I am a doer, where mm-hmm. I try to do too many things, and then mm-hmm. I feel just Stretched. weighted down, I yeah. feel stressed, anxiety, and I have to go back to, okay, what is the most important thing right now? What yeah. do I truly feel called to do? Like, what has the Lord put on yeah. my heart that I cannot shake? And those are the things I need to stick to. And everything else, not like I can never go back to it, but it just needs to be put on the shelf for now until I feel like it's the right timing. I like that, on the shelf for now, because it doesn't mean it's over. Right. And like I said earlier, sometimes I feel like God gives you a dream or a vision or hopes and desires for the future future, so that you are okay in the now if it's a sticky now. Right. And sometimes he gives you a dream, but he wants there to be a process of learning and growing Mm -hmm. before you launch that. So maybe you have a dream to write a book one day. Mm -hmm. Well, it would be more valuable for you to put that on the shelf and know it's the right timing (laughs) and go through the process than to just write a piece of junk (laughs) that isn't what God has stuff out there that's embarrassing forever. (laughs) It's true. I mean, just because God gives you a dream doesn't mean you have to do it right now. Uh, I mean, sometimes you do, you know, if he presses something on your heart, but it's just... Every day I pray that the Lord would give me discernment and to Mm. know, discernment and wisdom to know what to say yes to and what to say no to. Yes, I do that too. Because that's being a good steward. And that's another thing is like, you have to ask, am I being a good steward of what's been given to me right Mm -hmm. now? And if not, then we need to reevaluate. And it all goes back to identity of um, who God says we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to live. And it's okay to to grow slow. It's okay to Mm -hmm. do things slower. It, not everything has to be so fast paced. And then you, you know, are so hard on yourself when you're like, I didn't do all the things I wanted to do, you know, I do that. And that all plays into identity. Yeah. I do that all the time because I, I want to go so fast. Well, you're a visionary. That's one thing. Well, and there's a downfall in that and then I want to do it right now and it's not happening fast enough or I'm not checking off my list. And, and, uh, I had to learn just talking about seasons and identity that God is calling me to do these certain things, but at two thirty, that that's done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two thirty when that when I have to go do carpool, yeah, it's over. Well, and the saying Rome wasn't built in a day. No, like no. It, there, there's time. Anything that is of value and worth takes time. Yes. Yeah. It's not always the Thanks easy. Thanks for reminding way. me. <laughs> you are a visionary, though, so you. Well, definitely... thank you. But 
Yeah, it's um, it's crazy how we take on other people's identity. Yeah, and just sit in it, thinking and putting it on ourselves. Well, and that yeah, and that reminds me of even you know, the whole our whole world of comparison. You know, mm-hmm. with social media or just with everything being in our face all the time. God has called you to be you. He mm-hmm. hasn't called you to be the girl next to you. No. And I think so often we find our identity, we think we're supposed to be what she is. Like, yeah. well, what she's doing is important or what she does yeah. is valuable. I need to be that way. And, I mean, I'll say for me, one way that that's come up is I'm an, I'm by nature, I'm an introvert. And Which is funny to me. Well, with my friends, yeah. with my friends, you know, I'm not. But you're but, not going to walk into a crowded room and go, hey, everybody. Like, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not all about public <laughs> speaking. I'm not all about being in, like, big crowds and being the center of attention. Yeah. It's just not what I desire or feel comfortable with. But you're and good so, at it, by the way. You're good oh, at speaking. Oh, I don't know speaking. about that, but. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, but I, I just enjoy smaller groups. I'm mm-hmm. just an introvert. I like alone time. And so in that I have had times and seasons, and you know, this has come out over the last few years of the Lord working on it with me, and I'm in such a better place now than I was. But I, I believed a lie that um, what I had to offer wasn't valuable enough because mm. our world, the world we live in right now, mm-hmm. um, says that your platform is what's important, and yeah. if you're loud and you get attention. Or um, you command a room, mm. or you have you know mm-hmm. all these wonderful things to say. Then that's what is valuable because I feel. I mean, everyone wants a platform right now. Yeah. Everyone wants a platform. Not that there's anything wrong with it if it's used yeah. in the right way, but people get so dead set yeah. on that. And so for me as an introvert, I'm like, well, because I don't necessarily desire those you know, desire those things, does that mean that I don't have as much to offer the world? And it's just not true. Like the Lord made me who I am for a reason, um, to be more behind the scenes sometimes. And that's okay. And I want to say to all the women who Mm. work behind the scenes and are helping build things that it's so valuable and so so important. And it, you know, you don't have to necessarily be on the front lines all the time. You're totally making a difference. Yeah. Because what I appreciate about you is that, like you, you, you said earlier, you don't care to be the person in the room, but what, and you like smaller groups. And so what I've appreciated is that we've done Bible studies together before, and you totally organize that and bring women together for deep conversations. And I value that because, um, we all need those. I need those. I need those moments of just time and reflection of stopping and, and really digging in. And you are so good at that. And that's your gift. And I, you, you are doing that on a larger scale at Camp Well and Mama Well. But the reality is because you were faithful in this, in the smaller and are still, because that's who God made you to be is to bring in that community. You're helping women flourish and you didn't say, Oh, I'm a mom or, Oh, I'm a this, or I'm just a photographer or I'm just this. You use that in every season that I've seen mm-hmm. to bring community. Well, thank And you. I think it's good because you're reaching mm-hmm. back. You're not keeping it for yourself. And I think that's so important that as we know who we are or go on the journey of identity, that it's not just for us. Like you are so intentional about, um, speaking to other people. And building that community, I think it's so good that if we're not doing that, then it really is actually our identity is about us anyway. Yeah, and I mean, thank you for saying that. Um, I think that the Lord has made us all unique for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, He's given us all different gifts. And it goes back to, like, the body of Christ, how we all play a different part. Yeah. 
And we may think like, well, what does it really matter if I'm doing this anyways? Like, yeah. it's not going to make that big of an impact. But all parts of the body working together makes it fully functional, you know? Right. And when, when one person decides that they're not, you know, contributing enough or that they don't feel like what they, who they are is valuable, then it kind of affects yeah. everyone. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. So you got Mama, Mama Well, and so you got some things on the horizon. <clears throat> For Mama Well? Yeah. Well, everything. You can share whatever, but I, but yes. Well, so for Mama Well, yes, I have, you know, again, like all these dreams for it yeah. and so many things, but because I know I have baby number three coming on the way, you know, guys, I'm living out exactly what I'm sharing is I'm having to slow down for a season mm. and I can't do all the things I want to do, which yeah. is, I mean, sometimes it's hard because you're like, oh, I just want to, you know, do yeah. this so bad, but you just have to pick and choose what is right in that season. Um, but yes, for Mama Well, you know, right now it's just the online community, but eventually I'd love mm-hmm. to do like more in-person gatherings and maybe like a getaway for moms. Yeah. Um, and I I really have a heart to create more resources for moms and kids. Like books or what are you talking Um, I mean, I, I'm not fully sure yet. I yeah. mean, I have some ideas, but, um, you know, like studies to do like with your kids or even just for mm-hmm. moms or um, like just tools and even resources. Even the ones that yell at their kids? Yes, like even, even us, even the ones that yell, I'm right there. Um, <laughs> but just more resources. Yeah. And so once, you know, the website gets up, whenever that will be. Um, you still don't have a website? I know, it's crazy. That well, is crazy because considering, because if you go to your Instagram, you, like, you have so many stories and so many, not just, uh, as we said, followers aren't everything, but you do. So the fact, because I was, I was going to ask you if someone's listening that has a great mama story that needs to share or feel mm-hmm. how do they even become a part of that to share their story well so on instagram um you can send us a direct message um mm-hmm. our instagram is at the mama well okay and you can send a direct message but we have an email too okay um, hello at the mama well.com do you so, have people that write in and say yeah so we have yeah. people that reach out to us and people always ask like how do you find the people that you feature and it's i mean it's a variety of different things some mamas reach out to us and they want to yeah. share their story and there's like an application process of oh, like yeah, for sure, you know, tell me about this because can you, you know, imagine you never know the people on the internet <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of have to validate a little bit but um so we you know i try to like talk to them and just see but yeah. A lot of it is um, moms that I know or mm-hmm. um, referrals from friends of mine. A lot of them have been just people I know and trust yeah. or friends of friends. And it's kind of organically built up that way. I mean, eventually it, you know, will branch yeah. out into more even than that. But, um, yeah, so the website's not up, which is funny. The last panel that I spoke on of um, Created Woman was... There's a saying that we say at Camp Well yeah. called "Go Ugly Early," <laughs> and sometimes you just have to go ugly early. You know, like I started Mama Well, and I know one of your the questions on there yeah. is like um, how to start, or I don't know, I don't remember. But um, I, I mean, I had this this desire and this passion on my heart that I really believed was from the Lord because it was just a stirring that was continual, mm. and it was one of those things of I need to just do it now. Mm-hmm. And so I created the Instagram and started doing it, and it's continually been growing. But there's still no website, um, and then beyond that's just proof when you say yes to what you're supposed to yeah. do. 
how much God shows up. And beyond the Instagram, like the online community, we haven't done much else with it. Like there's so many dreams and, you know, desires yeah. for it, but I'm just doing what I feel called to do right now. Now, you know. Yeah. And everything else will come. It's that eventually. one step at a time. Yeah. But you you mentioned on your questionnaire, not that we didn't know each other, but I always like <laughs> that you are looking to even go offline. And build, yeah, yeah, to do more like in person stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll definitely keep the online community, and we'll see like over time how that will grow and evolve. I mean, I have no idea because I feel like with any dream that is put in your heart, once mm-hmm. you start pursuing it step by step, the Lord, um, it, it, He transforms it into what it's supposed to be, and mm-hmm. things kind of evolve over time. So we'll see. But I definitely want to keep and grow the online community. But I would love to do more things face to face in person with moms. Yeah. So whether it's like a one day event or a getaway for moms or something like that. That would be fun. Yeah. I would totally come because I'm not that mom that likes to do regular mom stuff. Like you want to be a cool mom, not a regular mom. (laughs) No, I just, I don't like, you know, again, this goes back to the whole, like you're putting a label on something. Like, so before motherhood, I thought moms Moms were boring. Well, I thought they were crafty. Okay. And I'm not crafty like if my daughter comes home and says we have to do a project I I get hives because I don't know I can't draw a stick figure yeah I can't I can't you know it's just a lot and our mom's gathering it wouldn't be something where we all get together and knit for the weekend yeah I would be like oh my gosh there are those there are those groups yes you know god bless them everyone has their thing but yes it would be you know Something more of like just really intentional conversations. We probably have yeah. a few speakers and I know, think that'd be sessions. amazing because I think those intentional conversations are what we yeah. don't get to do. Yeah, and we'd add some fun in with yeah. it. And yeah, yeah, I would trust you. I would go to your event. <laughs> it for would be sure. Fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be very intentional. So when you get a date, okay, I'm the I'll first let you know. to know. I'll yeah, let you know. yeah, okay. <laughs> so besides baby, which by the way, you don't know what you're having. Nope, we have two girls right now. And for this third one, we decided just to keep it a Why? surprise. Well, the, this baby was a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and so we thought, why don't we just keep it a surprise all the way to the end and not even find out what it is. Are you is. nervous so, at all? No, not at all. Have you gotten not at all. baby stuff like that, you know? I mean, yeah, like stuff we'll need and like more, yeah. I guess, anything like gender neutral stuff. We haven't bought clothes or anything, but I, I still have a ton of girl clothes Yeah, um, from my girls that I've saved. And then I have some friends who've given me like a few boy things. So we're, I'm going to take both to the hospital. Yeah. Cause at first they're just in onesie in anyway, like, yeah. you know, get white, green and yellow yeah. and you're good to go. In the room, I have got some stuff for the nursery and it's all just, uh, kind of ginger neutral. It's all bright colors that could go oh, either yeah. way. Yeah. So. I love that. I can't I think, wait to I see. I think if it were the first baby. Yeah. I would have, I would have not have been well, I think to. that speaks a lot to you as being the planner. Like, the fact that yeah. you're even doing that is shocking. It's only because it's the third, I think, for me. Like, the first one, I was like, I have to know what it is. I have to get everything ready. Like, I had the whole nursery done yeah. by, like, the second trimester. <laughs> now I'm seven weeks away and the crib's not even up. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you don't have as much energy. Weird. You're chasing other kids around. You're like. <laughs> forget it yeah yeah Yeah, it's just not even there so after baby what do you feel is the next thing if anything and how do you how do you plan to use this even though it's not rest I hate when people like oh you're rested like not really yeah (laughs) but how do you use this season of rest and taking off some hats well I have decided um for now I'm gonna just kind of take off the photography hat, I guess. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've had my photography business for 10 years and that's like yeah. been always what I've identified with. Again, going back yeah. to that role, if I always identified myself as a photographer and then I stopped doing it, well, do I wow. still feel like I'm, you know, contributing to the world? I love that. Um, but I, 
I just really feel called to set that aside for now. Um, and so I'm going to for sure take off a couple of months completely and not do anything. Cause I just feel like mm-hmm. that's what I need to do with three kids and not ever getting yeah. this time back and just really investing in my family. Um, yeah. In this new transition, but after I a think couple that's months, so important for women to hear, even if they just got married. Yeah, like you have it's to. It's okay to take some time off. Yes. And to but and during, just say no to some friends. Like yeah. can't go out tonight, or yes, depending on every season. Like there's just there's adjustments to be made when big exactly. things happen. Exactly, and to know that it's okay. Like the world isn't going to stop because no. I stop doing things. And I mean, of course, I'm going to use that time to. You know, just pray and, you know, ask God what's next and, yeah. you know, have all my thoughts and ideas and dreams on the shelf and ready to pick back up. Yeah. But I'm going to take a few months off completely, but, um, I mean, I'll still be doing Mama Well stuff and, yeah. which the month of May, I'm not, we're not doing any Mama Well takeovers. I was going to ask you. We're going to, because I don't, so I do all the intros. So before each takeover, there's an yeah. introduction of like who this person is. And I, so I do all the managing behind the scenes I and would, all that. Yeah. Um, which is a lot. Eventually, I'd love to bring yeah. someone on. But, so maybe you know, someone's listening that's just like, this. you know what? Yeah. If you want to help. <laughs> Come on but over. I decided for the whole month of May, I'm not doing any of our normal takeovers. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a few moms just jump on to do live, like live stream oh, yeah. videos. Uh-huh. And it's mamas that I know and trust. And so I'm just going to yeah. step away and just let them kind of operate that's it. so good. And that's, and that's another thing I love about the Mama Well community is I've gotten... I mean, I was friends with a lot of them already, but mm-hmm. just built really great relationships yeah. to where, you know, for the whole month of May, for those four weeks, I'm just handing it off to other moms yeah. and be like, hey, you, you run guys run it. this, you know, while I'm away. Yeah. Um, that speaks also to you of being able to say, this is not just for me. Oh, yeah. Well, in the very beginning, I never wanted it to be like my thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, I'm running it behind the scenes, but I just want, I almost, I wanted it to be a mic for moms. Mm. Like, to oh, I share. love that. Yeah. And there, there's been a couple moms who, they're like, thank you so much for letting me have a voice. Like, mm-hmm. I, felt, I felt like I didn't have a voice until now. And um, another cool thing about it is, you know, some of the moms have big followings, you know. Um, yeah. And people know who they are, and I think it's interesting to just hear their perspective. But then we also mix in a lot of mamas who, you know, are just doing their thing at home yeah. and maybe otherwise wouldn't have yeah, the opportunity that's most to of share. Us. Yeah, and I mean, those mom, all the moms have such value yeah. and important things to share, but I've learned so much mm. from the moms who, you know, don't have a huge following and they're just at yeah. home in the everyday, in the thick of it, and they have such yeah. wisdom to share that nobody would ever know, right. you know? Yeah, so. that's the great thing about social media. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bad, but that's the great thing about social media is that it does give people a voice that you might not have heard of before yeah. that have such great wisdom. Because there's so many people out there doing such great things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so we're going to ask you a few questions yeah. to wrap up. So your next, we kind of touched on a little bit, but your big God-sized dream, like maybe in three or four years, what do you see? Is it the resources? Is um, it well, another kid? It's... No. <laughs> I mean, who knows? So you're done. Well, we we thought we might be done after two, and then the Lord was like, well, here you go. Yeah, thanks. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm now in a place where I'm like, I'm not going to say, like, this is for sure our last one. I mean, eventually we'll have to make a decision. Yeah. But um, I would say my God-sized dream, like, in the next, I don't know, few years would be to, uh, to continue growing Mama Well, but to do something – in person where moms can come together and have 
face-to-face interaction and just connect with one another, whether it be like a getaway or something that's really on my heart to do when the time is right. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, to have the website up and be fully functional for moms to go and just get resources. And with the resources, I, there might be some, like if we do like a devotional or something that would be paid, but I want to offer even free resources for moms just to come on and be able to download things for free. And, um, cause I do that. Like I scour the internet to have things, you know, for free. Yeah. 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 All the time. Cause I mean, moms don't have time to, no. you know, no. Okay. So this might be the worst question to ask because you're pregnant and I hated this question <laughs> or hated thinking about it, but we are fashion and faith. Oh so. yes. I don't feel very fashionable right now, but <laughs> I'm like, should I even ask this? Cause I know how I felt. I hated getting dressed, but you're always so cute. But so what is your favorite fashion trend or your, what you cannot leave the house without? Oh, goodness. Um, usually, I love bright colors. And uh-huh. so, like, maybe not right now because I don't feel very fashionable. <laughs> I'm wearing maternity clothes. Yeah. But usually I love to wear bright colors. And so I would say, like, um, either, like, a bright colored pair of earrings. Like, today I'm yeah, wearing yellow look, earrings. I love those earrings. Where or, are they from anyway? Um, these are um, from one of our Camp Well sponsors. Oh. It's a girl. Her business is Symposium, and she's on Etsy. Okay. Under Symposium. I like it. She does, like, the leather, like, feather earrings. Yeah, they look good. Um, so does everybody at Camp Well get a pair of yep. this? So when you come Y'all to give home, the best gifts. You've oh, told me about the gifts, and I've seen the totally pictures. We totally do. We totally do. Like, I think you get your money back in gifts. Yes. Well, and we, <laughs> we anytime someone comes, we tell them, Leave plenty of room in your suitcase to bring stuff home because you're wow. going to be bringing home a lot of stuff. I love that. Uh, it's just another fun element yeah. of the retreat, just to help women feel. And you're celebrated. not going this year because you'll be having a baby. No, it's the same week I'm due. So our April our April retreat, I will not be there because I'll be having a baby. I love it. But I'm still, you know, helping with yeah. some stuff behind the scenes, and there will still be some you're ever fun present swag. for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I would just say I love bright colors, whether it's like earrings or clothes yeah. or um like i love bright colored lipstick like yeah. pink or whatever you're always wearing pink or red and you look good in Some, it i mean sometimes look really good yeah, yeah. i know that's not very fun no it is say, but you're yeah love it okay so last question mm-hmm. if you could complete this statement i was created to i mean <laughs> i'm gonna keep it really simple and basic to love god and love others it's really all there is. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It was fun chatting. It was fun. Hey, thanks for joining us today. And if you want to chat more, we would love to meet you face to face. Every month in Austin, Texas, we host a free event called Gather Her, and you're invited. It's a night where faith, fashion, fun, and friends collide. If you don't live in Austin or just love to read, join our online community where you'll find weekly devotionals and resources you can take with you everywhere. A very special thanks to our CW friends who support this podcast and all of our programs through monthly donations. It's because of your generosity, women around the world are being equipped and empowered to be who they are created to be. For all of this and more, visit createdwoman.net and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And a special shout out to our producer, Taylor Stearns, who made this all possible. I'm Heather Frierson, and you're listening to Girl Talk from Created Woman.